People of the world, welcome back to What the Funcast, episode 143, released on a normal Tuesday at an almost normal time. Oh my god. Don't call it a comeback, kids, but it's a comeback. It's June 7th. It's like June already. Like June? It is June, and we're already a week into it. It's flying. Right. We are. And joining me is one and only the man, the myth, the legend, Ahmed. Hello. I'm here. And I'm COVID positive. Congratulations to me. Hey, BB, what the COVID cast? What's going on, boys? <laughs> no, luckily, as you can probably tell by my voice, I feel mostly fine. Um, I don't know. Maybe I have a little bit of sick voice, but I'll be okay. Fingers crossed. So we're here. Yes, we have I hope. a literal metric ton of news to go through that did not exist last week when we didn't have an episode. It really all happened in, within this past week. Like, it's officially the season of insanity. So I feel like we, we should are... just get right to it. We are literally in E3 season. So, all right. Spiritual we jumping E3 in? Season. Jumping into what we were doing real quick? You want to go first? Sure. I have not played a single video game. That's a lie. I played Hades a little bit. But in terms of new video games, I don't know any of those. Um, I watched Crimes of the Future, which we discussed in our last episode, the whole summer 2022 preview. It was like that weird body horror movie. It was something. It was certainly a motion picture in front of my eyes. Um very interesting if i i I can't recommend it or not recommend it it just is and if you're into body horror sure it's it's a weird trip um i've also been watching since there's like a ton of tv shows out i haven't started stranger things season four yet but i plan to do that this weekend um i've been catching up on russian doll season two i'm like two episodes away from finishing that uh i've caught up on obi-wan the first three episodes that have been released we got episode four tomorrow um very excited about that miss marvel also comes out tomorrow um, premieres tomorrow, the first episode, so that'll be exciting. So Wednesdays will be both Obi-Wan and Miss Marvel for a while. Um, and then The Boys Season 3 has dropped. Uh, they dropped the first three episodes last Friday, and then every subsequent Friday they're going to drop one episode at a time. That show is literally bonkers insane. Like, the first five minutes, I was genuine, like, jaw on the floor screaming. Like, what the hell? <laughs> they're, like, you think that they can't get any crazier, and then they do, and it's like, where do you guys come up with this shit? It is insane. Um... And I think I watched, I haven't, I still haven't caught up to Peacemaker yet, but I'm going to do that. And once I finish Russian Dawn Peacemaker, I'm going to jump into Stranger Things. Um, I think I only have like two episodes left in that as well. Um, I know that's been out for like forever now. So that's, I'm just trudging through it really silly. But that is. Wait, what's been out forever? Russian Doll? No, Peacemaker. Oh, Peacemaker. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I heard you say like Stranger Things. I'm like, hold on. Stranger Things has been out for like two seconds. Yeah. No, no, no. Stranger Things is what I will be catching up on this weekend. Finally. And I'm excited about it. Um, but yeah, anyways, what have you been doing? We have been watching all sorts of random stuff. So, uh, Lauren's mom was in town, friend Mm -hmm. of the show, Tracy, friend of the the chat right now. Um, but yeah, so she was in town for the last week. So we watched all sorts of stuff. We watched the original Top Gun and then we went to the movie theater to see Top Gun Maverick, Mm. um, which was really, really good. So Top Gun has aged surprisingly well. Um, and I think it was just shot very well for its time. And I feel that. Top Gun Maverick is shot very well for today, like for this time, which is why people are like, whoa. I mean, it's just very <laughs> well done. It's it's just it's a it's a fun, action packed, uh, you know, plane fighting kind of movie, lots of action in it. And I don't know it was a lot of fun. It was really good. Um, so that was enjoyable. And um, now like people are like, it's the best movie I've ever seen in the movie theater ever. Like, I think you're being a little dramatic, but I think just because it's so action packed. And people are starting to go back to the movie theater. That's why it's like a, such a whoa effect. Yeah. Um, 
but I yeah, imagine then, it's, a, it's fun to see like kind of a classic action movie like that on a big screen because we haven't gotten a lot of those that aren't like Marvel movies exactly. in a while. Exactly, and I think that's the problem. Or not the problem, but like that's why people are so like blown away by it. But yeah. it's definitely worth a watch. It's really good. Definitely watch the first one before you see the second one um, if, you, if you choose to see it. So... Because um, okay. it's literally like one of those movies where it's like a direct continuation. Yeah, which I, I appreciate. Don't think I've ever seen the first one, but it's on my list one day. It's it's a super easy watch, honestly, because yeah. it's like a very strung out plot line hmm. where like the over like if I told you what happened overall, I could probably tell you in like 15, 20 seconds of like this happened, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened. But there's a lot of character development um, hmm. in the whatever hour and a half that it is. So gotcha. gotcha. Um, we also watched Rescue Rangers on Disney Plus, which oh, was Chippendale. Yeah, which was entertaining. So it's Andy Samberg and uh, John Mulaney, um, which it was It was really good. It was very, like, aware of itself. It's a very tongue-in-cheek, lots of cameos type of movie, a uh, live-action movie. So I'm here for it. It was something that I don't think Disney has really done in a long time. It was very, like, Roger Rabbit-esque, where you've got these different characters, like, you know, around. Like, I, I don't want to spoil them, but there's, like, some, like, batshit crazy characters that actually have, like, a prominent role in the movie and you're like what is this character doing here um it's not even like a disney character yeah uh, so i think i know what you're it, talking about i've seen things yeah. on twitter some rumblings yeah well, it was like absolutely ridiculous so um very cognizant that you know it's like a very 90s throwback ish movie um but yeah it's only an hour and a half so it's a very quick watch and it was it was great um i'm trying to think what else we watched but either way i'll, I'll look later um i have been going through and playing random games on game pass so microsoft has me invested like their dream is finally coming true <laughs> where like i've been going to my xbox before i've gone to my playstation lately um mm. and my switch has been kind of on the back burner a little bit but i'll get into that in about three seconds maybe three minutes um so i tried nhl 22 because i'm like oh i liked hockey games when i was younger plot twist i'm still bad at them <laughs> like it's just now in 3d and a lot better graphics but I literally like iced around the rink or skated around the rink, just body slamming anyone that had the puck, and that was how I played hockey. So <laughs> I it mean, was fun. That's how hockey is played in real life too. So that's fair. Yeah, it was it was wild. I was like, Lauren, we got to go see a hockey game. Like this is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I just body slammed everybody, and I'm pretty sure that's not how you're supposed to play the game. That's how I played it. Um, I tried Sniper Elite Five as well, which is I don't know. It's like a you know you walk around, you shoot out these targets. You complete these little missions. It's hard, or I'm bad. Um, probably a mixture of both. Maybe. Um, and I played a little bit of that, and that was cool, whatever. Nothing you know, crazy. I played Sniper Elite on Stadia, because when I had a Stadia subscription for like a month or whatever, and Google was like, here, have it. I was like That was one of the only games that I looked mildly interesting, and I tried that, and I was like, okay, whatever, and then I moved on. Yeah, it's like it, it's a video game, and yeah. you know it's free on Game Pass, so why not try it? So, yep. um, did they have like the X-ray thing where like when you shoot somebody, it like X-rays their whole body? It shows you like what they hit. I could not tell you. I don't remember. Yeah, it was. Shit. It's just weird. It like caught me way off guard because, and not to twist the whole conversation of the episode, but hmm. just like given like the mass shootings that have been happening, like yeah. Lauren's mom was actually watching. She's like, "Wow, this is like really graphic," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm kind of shocked because like if you shoot somebody like in the chest, like." As the bullet hits them, like, it shows, like, all the bones and organs that, like, you hit. Oh. It was very weird. I was, like, it was... That's a little aggressive. Yeah, it was very, it was very weird. It was, so, I, you can actually turn that thing off, like, the x-ray mode. Mm. So, I turned that off. It's on by default. But, anyway, I was kind of, like, this is weird and feels wrong, especially given the state of the events that have been happening and unfolding in the world. So Yeah, that's weird. 
Um, but so then I also tried Pac-Man Museum Plus, which is out on Game Pass as well. And very disappointingly, it is so, such a bad port of these games. Like oh, they no. are so much input lag. Where I'm like, oh, it's not a big deal. There's a little bit of lag. No, it is unplayable. Some of those games, like yes. where you hit down and there's a solid three second lag. Um, so anyway, so that that was disappointing. That's um, yeah. So I played like a little bit of Pac-Man, which played fine, and then I played like the other games, and they were horrible. Um, I have some breaking news. I have finally gotten every fish in Animal Crossing. So mm. congratulations! I know you guys have all been waiting for this moment. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Um, but yeah, so um, Tracy has been on the Animal Crossing wagon, and her island is looking quite dapper. And mm. uh, so Lauren and I were playing along. Yeah, we were playing along with her. Uh, so we had like literally harken back to the day early days of the pandemic. We we're up until like almost two o'clock one night just playing Animal Crossing, um, <laughs> just doing that. random stuff. Like everyone's doing their own shit, you know. Like I'm trying to catch fish, Lauren's catching fish, and Tracy's just like you know redoing her island and terraforming and all that stuff. So yeah, um, but yeah, so I got back into Animal Crossing a little bit there, and it's it's like still such a fun game. Yeah. It's it's very relaxing. So I haven't mustered up the courage to uh, go and try to get every bug just yet. Excuse me, because I know that there's like a ton of them that I don't have. So anyway, that's that. I feel like the bugs um, are so much easier to find than the fish. So Lauren has been trying to catch one bug, some stag. Uh, I forget the name of it, like a giraffe stag or something like that. And she all the ones only appears on it. trees. I like so for those. I like literally. I don't remember what I did. I think it was like in the middle of terraforming, and I like just put only like five trees on my island. I would just like kept circling back until it spawned. And it was, it was the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think they're co- uh, coconut tree ones. I have to check with her. But oh, yeah, anyway. that's what it was. Yes, because I only have like the five coconut trees on my island, so I just kept like circling back until they spawned. That's what it was. Oh my god! So she's been doing that. She's been doing laps around her whole island to mm-hmm. all the coconut trees she has. Anyway, it sounds miserable. Um, I played a little bit more Rogue Legacy two, uh, and I think I beat the third boss now. So I'm making my way through that. That game is a lot of fun. Everybody, uh, everybody should play that game. So, I will do it when it's on Game Pass. Yeah, no, you won't. Um, <laughs> Damn, so okay. Justin is saying that the X-ray slow mo is the signature of the Elite Sniper series. So that is interesting to know. So hmm. okay, so that's kind of what I figured. But either way, it's still kind of weird. But if that's their if that's their brand, then that's their brand, I guess. Um, I yeah. built the Tall Neck Horizon Forbidden West Lego. Oh, nice. So that was yeah, it was really cool, really cool build. Um, and it's I don't know I'll. I don't know. I'll post a picture at some point on our social medias, but it's like, I don't know, maybe a foot and a little bit tall. And it's got like a little Aloy figurine and it's got a giant tall neck and it's got like a little um, watcher. Well, they're watchers. Yeah, they're watchers. The yeah. little guys. Um, yeah, so it's really cool. Anyway, nice. so that was all the things that I got to do while uh, I was off for the week. So, and I'm Hell sure there's other yeah. stuff that I'm forgetting. So. All right, let's jump into the news. Uh, we've wasted 10 minutes already talking about just what we've been doing. Wasted. And you guys don't care about us. You <laughs> care about the news. So, let's all right. Um, yeah, let's jump into it. So let's move into the hot news for entertainment. Um, all right. So don't forget, Miss Marvel premieres tomorrow and midnight if you're on the West Coast, like Ahmed just said. I'm super excited for the show. Ahmed, I'd imagine you're super excited for the show. I'm very excited. Uh, since we've talked about it. Yeah, so this will be this will be really cool. And I've seen, like, there's been, like, clips and, and additional trailers that have come out, and I've purposely not watched them yeah, because no. I'm really excited. And then there's, like, 
this character from this one movie is confirmed to Miss Marvel. And I'm like, delete. I don't want to see it. Please, let me be surprised. Yeah, Um, so. But I will say, while scanning for news for this, uh, for tonight, um, I saw an article that was like a review of the premiere or whatever, and it looked to be very stellar. I didn't read anything about it. I just read like the tagline, and it was like, you know, off to a stellar start or something. And I'm like, great, cool, into it. So I'm excited. Mm, Interesting. Maybe I'll look up the review. (laughs) You're like, "Hmm, maybe I want to read it. Um, While you do that, uh, Morbius is a joke. Uh, so this one comes from IGN. Um, so if you haven't heard, Morbius was re-released in theaters because an exec at Sony saw that it was trending like in the meme world and was like, oh, people love it. People want to see it again. Uh, no, they don't. Sony's re-release of Morbius struggled to make an impact at the box office once again despite the popularity of the memes that inspired its return to theaters. Forbes reports that the movie made 300000 across 1,037 theaters it was screened in translating to just $289 per theater. It, by contrast, Top Gun Maverick earned $86 million at U.S. theaters in the same weekend that Morbius returned to theaters, proving that memes for the Jared Leto-led movie didn't do much to boost general audience interest. Whoever made that decision at Sony is a genuine idiot. Like, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that the memes are making fun of it and not in a positive light, but... Yeah, I like. I don't know. I can't. Like, I can't fault them too much, I guess, because I feel like. I don't know. I just feel like there's definitely people out there that are like, oh, you know, maybe this is a good time and it's worth the risk to try to get more viewers. But yeah, no. I mean, just the fact that yes. the movie was so poorly received. Um, yeah, I mean, I like know. the memes are like get morbed. Like <laughs> no one's. That's not the kind of meme that's like, oh, people like our show. Like I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, and then another thing, and then I'll let you take over, Paul. Uh, Joker 2 was announced today, actually. So this one also comes from IGN. A Joker sequel is officially in the works, and director Todd Phillips has revealed the title for the sequel. Uh, it will be Joker Fali Adu, I think is how you pronounce that. Fali Adu? I don't know. Uh, Phillips, who directed and co wrote the first Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix, is teaming up with co writer Scott Silver on the sequel. Uh, Phillips also shared the, red, or shared the red script over, shared the red script cover. On his Instagram page, uh, a picture of Phoenix reading the script is also included. While plot de- details are scared scarce, wow, I COVID brain, huh? While plot details are scarce, Folly Adieu is a is defined as a psychological disorder where the same or similar mental disorder affects two or more people. Given that the Joker is known for having uh, psychologically dependent relationships with characters like Batman and Harley Quinn, the title seems fitting. So, who knows what we'll see in this one? But I don't know. Should be interesting. Yeah, I I don't know. I still haven't watched the original Joker, so maybe it's I should gen- around it doing a, that. It is a good movie. Like I I, I know, I know, yeah. no, I know. So it's not it's not a matter of like is it a good movie or not. It's a matter of I need to watch these movies that I keep talking about watching. So mm-hmm. that's all. Um, okay, all right. Sorry. So I, there was a couple random articles that I pulled up on my phone. And in lieu of pulling them off of my phone, I pulled them up on my computer. So, all right, let me take the next one here. I'm going to rally through a couple of these real quick. Um, and I know Ahmed's going to say, but Star Wars Celebration has all the announcements. And they it's do, big. so we'll get there. It does, yeah. It is. It's big. It's big. All right, Super Nintendo World is coming to Universal Hollywood in early 2023. So this comes from Universal Studios' Twitter account directly, who says, get ready, Super Nintendo World is coming to Universal Studios Hollywood in early 2023. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so, what you just uh, said. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's pretty straightforward. So everybody's like, Orlando? And it's like, no, Hollywood. 
Um, so looks like it's going to be launching with the Mario Kart ride. So um, because they followed up that tweet with another tweet showing a video of uh, like a trailer from the Mario Kart ride. So yeah, it seems um, like it'll be just like a copy paste of the land in Japan, the same way that Galaxy's Edge is the same in the New oh, World yeah. land. Yeah, and and the rumor and speculation why it's taking longer to hit Orlando is because this will be the third gate uh, that it'll launch with. So that's yeah, the Fantastic Worlds, epic, epic Universe, Epic Worlds, Epic Universe. Okay, Fantastic Worlds. Where did that? I don't know where I got that from. Because one of the lands um, is supposed to be Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I just I just looked at with my eyes, so that makes sense. <laughs> um, oh, GameStop's trending. Why? Why could that possibly be? Uh, uh, they, oh, I know why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we don't, we don't have time for that right now. Maybe in a That's little fine. bit. Yeah, maybe. All right. There. Strange. You want to take this? You want me to take it? You can take it. Oh, okay. Um, I heard you like breathing, which you know I don't know. Maybe you heard me breathing. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm hearing things. <laughs> <laughs> Are you good? God punished me. You made him um, Okay. Ugh. Strange world. Uh, Strange World trailer has hit, and the movie comes out November 23rd. What is Strange World, you ask? Well, Strange World is Disney Animated uh, Studios' next motion picture coming out this fall. Uh, This article comes from Polygon, who says, The first teaser shows a brief glimpse of the movie, which feels not only like an homage to retro sci-fi flicks, but also harkens back to Disney's own brief era of action-adventure stories. Uh, Strange World follows a dysfunctional family of explorers, one of whom is voiced by Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, who find themselves facing their most dangerous and crucial mission yet. In the trailer, they explore a funky-looking planet while running into all the dangers and perils across it. Uh, Gyllenhaal's character, Searcher Clade, is the son of a famous explorer, but he calls himself a farmer and doesn't seem to be too keen on all the exploration part of this mission. Uh, The movie comes from Ryan the Last Dragons, Don Hall, and Q... Q... uh, Win. I think it's... Yeah. Something like that. It's Win. Q New Win. It's Win. It's Win. There you go. Okay. Believe. I believe, believe me you. for once. I know I butcher everybody's name, but, <laughs> but um, so why do I feel like Aquafina was a voice in this trailer? There's a ton of voices in this trailer. There are, and I like I recognized I didn't recognize Jake Gyllenhaal's until I read that it was him. I'm like, oh yes, that's how I know it. But I didn't recognize the other ones. Yeah, um, Alan Tudyk. Uh, oh, what is that? It. I don't know. There is at least another character that talks to to Searcher like towards the end of the trailer. Um. But I don't know. It looks really interesting, though. I'm really excited for this. I like didn't even uh, realize this was a thing. Neither did I, and and that was the whole point. So, um, all right, this is cool. Well, we'll probably see like 90 percent of it at D23, I'm sure. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, so that'll be good. Yes. That'll be good stuff. So, are we moving into Star Wars Celebration announcements? I think it's time to. All right, Star Wars Celebration happened. Okay, so this is kind of like older news. This all happened uh, last weekend of May, or last week of May, um, before Memorial Day, basically. But a whole ton of stuff was announced, and we haven't had an episode since, so let's talk about it. Uh, First and foremost, Skeleton Crew was announced. Uh, This one comes from The Verge. The Star Wars universe on Disney Plus continues to expand with the official reveal of Star Wars Skeleton Crew, which stars Jude Law and is coming to the streaming service in 2023. Uh, announced during Star Wars Celebration in, An- in Anaheim, the series is a coming-of-age tale set in the sci-fi universe. According to Law, uh, it will also star kids, though we don't know who they will be just yet. It's led by director John Watts and writer Chris Ford, who previously collaborated on Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, and produced by John Favreau and Dave Filoni, so the usual cast of uh, bandits. But interesting to see John Watts directing a show as opposed to a movie, because he did the entire uh, Spider-Man trilogy. 
So oh. Good. Yeah. Uh, the Tom Holland trilogy, specifically. Is what I mean. Right, 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 right. Um, all right. And then the rest of these updates come from IGN. Do you want to trade them back and forth? How do you want to tackle this? Um... Why don't you take this, and I can run through some of the other big ones, like the State of Play and stuff like that. Because I'll be Perfect. honest, I did not keep up on a lot of this news. I saw it with my eyes, but I didn't keep <laughs> up on it. All right, let's do it. Um, Andor update. So Andor, the Disney Plus original series starring Diego Luna's Cassie and Andor, Andor uh, will officially premiere on August 31st, 2022. Along with the release date news, Disney also shared that the first teaser trailer for the series, uh, shared the first teaser trailer for the series that will take place five years prior to Rogue One. Uh, it was also confirmed that Andor's first season will consist of 12 episodes, and the second part is in the works with another 12 episodes. Oh, so I didn't know that. Already two seasons. Um, the Ahsoka show, Star Wars Celebration, uh, gave those in attendance the first look at the upcoming Disney Plus Ahsoka series, and it is teased that live-action versions of Star Wars Rebels, which Rebels is an animated show, um, Sabine Wren, Chopper, Hera, Syndulla, um, will be part of the series, and with a mural of Ezra Bridger in the show, there's a good chance that he may appear as well. Um, Mandalorian Season 3 is coming February 2023. Bad Batch Season 2 was announced, and we got a trailer for that. That's coming Fall 2022. Uh, the trailer teases that some time has passed since the first season, as our crew looks a little bit older and is wearing new gear. Uh, looks like Emperor Palpatine and Commander Cody will factor into the season, along with a Wookiee... A Wookiee... Wookiee Jedi. Wookiee! <laughs> I was gonna say Wookiee Jedi. Wookiee Jedi, uh, who may or may not be Gungi. I don't know who Gungi is, but I'm a fake fan, I Gumby's older brother. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Uh, Star Wars Visions Volume 2 is coming spring 2023. This was that anthology series where, like, it was different uh, different artists that did animated um, Star Wars stories. Uh, Star Wars Tales of a Jedi uh, is an upcoming anthology of animated shorts that's headed to Disney Plus this fall. Uh, it'll tell stories of Ahsoka and Count Dooku at different parts of their lives, but also, or not only tell stories of Ahsoka and Count Dooku, um, but also see Liam Neeson return to voice uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation uh, this is set to arrive on Disney Plus on August 5th, 2022. It'll see Rose, Ray, Finn, Poe, and Chewbacca taking a vacation after defeating Emperor Palpatine. Minor spoilers. Uh, they will quickly learn that the other Star Wars characters who have attempted to take a peaceful vacation have not had much luck. Alongside the return of many classic characters, Weird Al Yankovic will also make an appearance as Vic Vanko. I don't know who that is, but sure. I know who Weird Al is. I don't know who Vic Vanko is. Um... Also announced, but I didn't mention this, but I'm sure you already know, Lego BD-1 is happening. You better buy it. Yeah, it's pre-ordered already. Don't worry. Perfect. Great. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 is coming to Switch tomorrow. And then, last but not least, as we transition into gaming news, Star Wars Jedi Survivor was announced. This is the Jedi Fallen Order sequel. Very exciting stuff. Um, Star Wars Celebration 2022 presented fans with the announcement of Star Wars Jedi Survivor, along with its first trailer and a 2023 release window. Survivor once again follows Cal Kestis in his mission to escape the Empire and those looking to hunt him and the remaining Jedi. Um, so I was so excited news. when this trailer hit. I I haven't even gotten a chance to watch it yet. I like saw that it would drop, but you could watch. It it's like it's very much a teaser trailer. Like it's That's like very short. Yeah, you know it's it doesn't show much of anything, but it it acknowledges that it exists and it's coming in 2023. So. Super excited that it exists. Very excited. <laughs> um, yes. yes, I do have BD1 pre-ordered. I was so excited. I've been waiting for that Lego to finally be announced, and it was. So that was good. Um, the rest of the stuff is good stuff. I mean, you know, I never watched Visions Volume 1. I never, I haven't watched Bad Batch because I haven't watched Clone Wars. I've watched Mando. I didn't watch the Andor, uh, the Andor um, trailer yet. Um, 
but it's only yeah, fitting. It's like a, it's a little teaser too. It's not like a yeah. trailer trailer. It's only fitting that they announced two seasons because th- this was literally one of the first things that they announced for Disney Plus. Yeah. So and it's like yeah. it does make sense that it's not like an like I like that it has a complete story from start to finish because obviously it leads up to Rogue One and we all know what happens there. So it's you might as well do the whole story and then drop it. I think it'll be good. Right. I'm excited for it. Right. But yeah, good stuff from Star Wars Celebration. So let's yes. jump into the hot news for gaming as we marathon through the rest of our news here. Um, yeah, there's like it sounds like we're going too fast, and we like we're only at 25 minutes into the episode or 24 minutes. But like we, I have I have faith that we're going to finish in an hour. I have faith. We I got a lot of faith. Let's get all right. Let's go. Okay, you didn't hear my knuckle crack, but it did. I did. I did. Okay, it came through. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, so for the hot news in game, let's start with some general news. So Summer Game Fest is incoming this Thursday. Uh, we may or may not be live streaming. We'll see what happens. But uh, there is a giant partner lineup with more to be announced, um, and it does start this Thursday, like I mentioned. So I'll read through these uh, publishers really quickly um, because I mean, there's a lot of them, but you know, it's pretty quick. So 2K, Activision, Atlas, Bandai Namco, Bloober Team, Capcom. Who the hell is that? Coffee stain, uh, <laughs> deep silver, <laughs> devolver digital. Um, I can't oh see gosh, that one okay. either. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, who are you? Dot uh, dot emu. Something with a D that comes after devolver. <laughs> I literally can't see it. It's just getting more pixelated what as you is make this? it bigger. Something extremes. I don't know. Okay, I'll I will find out. Yeah, uh, sure. Someone. Something extreme. Uh, EA, Epic Games, Focus Entertainment, Frost Giant, Humble Games, Level Infinite, Mediatonic, Mihoyo. Mihoyo. I don't know what that is. Um, I have to look that up. Netflix, PlayStation, Raw Fury, Samsung Gaming Hub. I don't know why they're there. Uh, Sega, Square Enix, Skybound Games, Steam, Studio MDHR, Tribeca Festival, Warner Brothers, and Xbox. So we have a lot of shit is about to go down. Now. Now. Jeff Keighley has urged viewers to manage your expectations about Summer Games Fest because it'll be primarily about already announced games. That being said, Hideo Kojima is allegedly working on a new horror game to the surprise of nobody. So there are going to be new games, but I think that he's trying to temper expectation of people. You know, remember a lot of stuff got announced at uh, um, the Game Awards, <laughs> that thing that we were at Game yeah. Awards. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so there's been a lot a lot of stuff that is announced already that we've probably all have forgotten about so yeah. I'm not too concerned about this and then the Xbox game uh, the Xbox game um, roundup what the hell is it called showcase um, Xbox game showcase the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase yes I, like you have to remember Sky like the Skyrim successors unveiled uh, you've got um, wow my brain is also empty tonight uh, <laughs> that other game what the hell is it called Star Starfield Starfield Starborn <laughs> <laughs> at least it's not star girl every time i turn on disney plus it's like star girl and i'm like no star um, girl what's that i've only ever seen like that i it's always based see on ads that for uh, sneakerella That's stop like oh my one. god yeah but anyway getting back on topic hideo kojima is working on a new horror game um so it looks like uh, this one comes from metro.co.uk it look who says that it looks like the creator of metal gear is about to unveil a new horror game at summer game fest starring one of the actors from death stranding a new rumor has now appeared, suggesting that he's working on a project that's called Overdose. One insider even claims to have seen footage of the game, although, as you'd imagine with the Hideo Kojima game, that doesn't necessarily explain anything. Supposedly, the footage features actress Margaret Qualley, 
who plays Mama in Death Stranding, who is controlled in third in third person, but with an optional first person view also playable. The description suggests that the footage doesn't involve anything more than complicate anything more complicated than Quali's character walking down a dark corridor with a torch, followed by a jump scare and the words a Hideo Kojima game overdose. Could be a trailer that we see at Summer Games Festival. And what I did not mention is that there will be affiliated events uh, with Summer Games Festival, um, which are all listed on summergamefest.com slash upcoming dash events. So, yes. so it's basically it's exciting. Just, yeah. So starting on June 9th this Thursday, we got obviously the Summer Games Fest that kicks it off. There's a Devolver Digital uh, event that same day. And then the next day on June 10th is Netflix Geek Week. Geeked Week. Sorry. Um, and then also on June 10th is Tribeca Game Spotlight. June 12th, we have the Xbox Bethesda. The th- wow. Xbox Bethesda <laughs> Games Showcase at the 1 Xbox p.m. <laughs> Uh, followed by the PC Gaming Show presented by PC Gamer. And then finally, on June 13th, is the Capcom Showcase. So this is essentially your de facto E3 lineup. Um, we already had the PlayStation State of Play, which we'll talk about later in this episode. Uh, and Nintendo will likely announce whatever, if they have anything. They'll let, announce it, you know, a day before and be like, surprise, we have an event yeah, coming up tomorrow. Literally. So we'll see when that happens. But they are not an official Summer Game Fest partner, so who knows if they'll do anything at all during this time or if they'll just wait until, like, August. What we should really do is we should really be streaming the Xbox Game show, uh, Games Showcase. If you're feeling up to it, hopefully you're good. Uh, still on Sunday. Is that a... Oh, that is a Sunday. I could do yeah, that. Yeah, it's on Sunday at 1 p.m. So I can indeed. Uh, I'm most excited for that, and I'm most excited for the Capcom Showcase. We'll see what they show there. But yes. speaking of events... Sonic Central has returned. So this comes from IGN. Sonic Central 2022 came and brought a whole bunch of announcements. So showed off Sonic Frontiers the game, which looked very promising. And then they showed some gameplay, and the internet is like in an uproar. Everyone's uh, like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> well, yeah, but everybody's like, it looks way too open. Like it doesn't look organic. Like it needs to be redone. It's too much of an open world and not filled enough. Like everybody's complaining about everything. So yeah. the internet is the internet. Um, and then they announced Sonic Frontiers Prologue, which is an animated special, uh, which is an anim- a new animated prologue for Sonic Frontiers featuring Knuckles, uh, was teased but not shown. Sega promises the prologue will be fully revealed ahead of Sonic Frontiers' release. Then instead of Metroid Prime, we got Sonic Prime, which is a <laughs> Netflix series and uh, showed off the first footage from Sonic Prime, which is a 3D animated show coming to Netflix. Uh, and it's a, a very, very short clip of Shadow rolling into action with scene, but nothing more than that. Um, then there is, oh, th- this was previously announced, yeah, but there is a, shown here. yeah, Sonic Origins, a new trailer was shown for it, uh, which showcased the new remastered versions of Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles, uh, and Sonic CD. Sonic skins are coming to Fall Guys, and Sonic 2 is coming to Blu-ray on August 9th, but it's already on Paramount Plus, really? I'm like 99% sure that it is. Mm, I'm gonna, I saw I'm ads for fact it. check you right now. Sonic 2, Paramount Plus? Come on. Come on, Google. You can do it. Yeah. It's uh, on there right now. Anyway. I gotta open up Paramount Plus more often. You should. I don't know if Sonic I... 1's on there. Have you seen Sonic 1, the movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. So watch Sonic 2. So, crazy. Top Gun, Top Gun 1 is on Paramount Plus. Oh, true, true. I forgot. Um, that is a Paramount film. Yeah, so, that's interesting. So, let me see. Because I almost bought Sonic the Hedgehog, so I was like, oh, I want to see this. And, actually, it's still in the theaters, too, but... It's on Paramount Plus. Holy shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know. They dropped All right, it very cool. quick. 
Yeah, they really did. I'm going to add it to my list. I don't know what that does, but... Oh, speaking of really quick, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is coming to Disney Plus in like two weeks, which is shocking to Was me it? as well. I thought, I thought I saw that in the news. Did it not make it? It did not make it to what? I didn't see it on the hot news. Anyway, I don't know. I oh, I yeah. No, we didn't We didn't include it in the hot news. My bad. But, yeah, it's coming to Disney Plus in, like, the next two weeks or something. Yeah, which was wild because yeah. I thought for sure it would have been a little bit longer. And yep. here we and are. And they were like, a month and a half, that's enough. Like, right. they made enough money. We're good, which is crazy. But yeah. good for them. Well, they made, yeah, they made a ton of money, so that's fine. Yes. Um, All right. And then, last but not least, for uh, the general news before we jump into PlayStation's state of play, um, Resident Evil 8 was announced for... Uh, for Mac OS, which is, so we were talking about this before we started the episode, but it's really funny because like every year at these WWDC events, Apple's like, Mac is for games. And then they announce like one game. And then, you know, there's like a million other games that aren't on there, but you know, I'm happy for them regardless. Cause apparently your MacBook air with M2 can run this game in 1080p. So this one comes from mobilesyrup.com. Capcom confirmed that Resident Evil Village will be coming to Mac later this year. The announcement came during Apple's, uh, Apple's 2022 WWDC keynote in which the tech giant was touting the power of its Apple Silicon. Uh, Apple claims the processor has changed everything when it comes to gaming on Mac, which they always do. And to uh, demonstrate that, the company brought out Masaru Ijuin, uh, Capcom's Advanced Technical Research Division Manager. According to Ijuin, Silicon has allowed... uh, Sorry, Silicon... Apple Silicon has allowed Capcom to render amazing high-resolution visuals for Village. Uh, On a MacBook Air M2, users will be able to play the game in 1080p, while on a Mac Studio, uh, it'll support 4K resolution. So that's actually kind of impressive, um, given that my MacBook Air that I have for work from 2019 can will choke when I have Zoom open and Slack at the same time. Like it literally yeah. freezes up. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. The M1, the M1 MacBook Airs are like substantially better. I think Logan's got one, and he's sung its praises. So yeah, yeah. The I the s- Intel MacBook Airs are like nothing anymore yeah, and no, they actually redesigned the macbook air too which actually looks really nice now it looks like the 16 inch macbook pro yes uh, just in a macbook air form literally so. as soon as it was announced i jumped into my work sock and i was like yo when can i get my hands on one of these because my, my mine doesn't allow me to do my meetings right like one time it literally oh froze and like crashed out of zoom and i had to come back and be like sorry that i was in the middle of a presentation my zoom crashed now like just okay. get a macbook pro macbook pro any macbook pro is going to be better will than that, so. my work pay for it if so then sure well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So do that. All right. Um, all right. State of play time. Let's do this. Ready? Ready, Freddy. All right. We can slow so, it down now. We still have, we have like genuine a lot of time now. Like I, I've got I've got a couple more things. So oh, okay. we'll, we'll run through we'll run through some stuff. So this all comes from Polygon, who recaps this June 2022 state of play, and it opened up with Resident Evil 4 remake, which was announced. Uh, act surprise, because this is the worst kept secret probably in history. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, this is coming out March 23rd, 2023. It has been rumored and all but confirmed for the longest time. Um, now, this came as a shocker to me, but Spider-Man Remastered is coming to PC on August 12th, and Miles Morales is not far behind. It wasn't part of the show, but it was a statement after uh, the fact that I think Miles Morales was coming like in the fall for PC as well. Yeah, which is uh, really interesting because I remember there was a tweet from like 2018 or 2019 where Insomniac Games was like, no, it'll never be ported to any other system. It is totally exclusive to the PlayStation, Sony publishing, whatever, whatever. Alas. Yeah. I, mean, it, I guess it is it Sony was, publishing on PC, but you know what I mean. Right. It was, It was. yeah, it was a tweet. I think Wario64 like retweeted it, or yeah. uh, Jeff Grubb or somebody. And it was like, yeah, I said some stupid stuff in 2020 as well, or something like that, or 2017. <laughs> um, 
but yeah. So and then someone someone sawed their PS4 Pro Spider Man edition in half because Why? they announced that Spider Man was coming to PC. I don't know because the internet is full of crazy people. People are so strange. Yeah, they it, probably it was, like owned it physically and it was just like for clicks, for retweets or whatever. Owned it physically. I mean, owned it, it digitally. Was, owned it digitally. Uh, it was uh, it was a PlayStation that got sawed in half. Anyway. Oh, the PlayStation. I thought you said the disc. The actual no, the system, the PS4 Pro. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I don't know. People are crazy. It's uh, he, he like got a table saw and like pushed it through. And I'm like, okay, that's a little aggressive, but sure. Thank you. And now he's making the rounds. So I guess <laughs> you know, four hundred dollars well spent. Um, all right. Horizon Forbidden West is getting an update, and adding new game plus, improved performance mode, new weapons, and ultra hard difficulty because I haven't even gotten through normal. <laughs> uh, and the and, and the ability to reset your so yeah, reset your skill points, etc. I'm um, off on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, it's okay. Uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain for PSVR 2 was shown off a little bit more, um, as well as confirmation, and I think, I think it got left out of this, but um, there's confirmation that No Man's Sky VR is coming to PSVR 2, um, and Resident Evil Village is getting a VR mode on PSVR 2. Yes. Um, and there's Sorry, going yeah. to be a... No, 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 you're good. <laughs> And there's going to be a, uh, a Resident Evil 4 VR mode being developed for PSVR 2 as well. So, some pretty cool stuff um, for PSVR 2. So, that's good. Um, the Callisto Protocol trailer was shown off. That's coming December 2nd. Looks a lot like Dead Space. Not in my realm because it's scary. So, goodbye. <laughs> uh, Roller Drone was shown off, which looks like a roller skating uh, battle kind of game. It looks pretty cool. That comes out in August. Uh, Eternites. It's I feel game. like, yeah, this was like, so I, I rewatched the state of play and like skimmed through the announcement because it really wasn't that much, but mm. um, I guess, I mean, you described this as an action game dating simulator and anime nonsense. Uh, honestly, the action is, game dating sim part is direct quote from, from Polygon, the anime nonsense is my edition. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so that's coming in 2023 for PS4, PS5. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 was shown off. It is coming in summer 2023. Street Fighter 6 was officially shown off. Uh, it was announced in February, but now this real trailer shows more of like a real single-player story mode, um, and it kind of looked open world. So, And it is not exclusive anymore. So it is coming to Xbox as well, which yes. was a big, uh, a big point there. Um, and Tunic is coming to PS4 and PS5 on Ahmed's birthday, September 27th, uh, which it is currently available on Game Pass. So if you have not tried it out and you have Game Pass, give it a whirl. It's a great game. Uh, not that I beat it, but I've been enjoying what I've played of it so far. Um, and then Season, A Letter to the Future is an indie story-based game. Looks a little bit like Life is Strange coming to PS4, PS5, and PC this fall. And then last but certainly not least, Stray is coming out July 19th. Our background for the live stream today. I'm like, That's why right. are you waving your hands? Because I, I have, I, I see, I see, I see. I've <laughs> yes. got, I've got your, I got Twitch down here, and then I've got you up here, then I got Audacity <laughs> down here, and the doc. Anyway, that's yes. why my eyes are always like, like chameleon looking. Um, <laughs> but it is coming July 19th, but it's also coming to PS Plus Premium and Extra. So like the two upper tiers right. of PS Plus. Yes, I forgot so to mention it that. Will be coming, it on will day be coming one. for free on Which day really one. Exciting. So, yeah. Don't call it a Game Pass killer. However, Stray is coming. I know. I'm down to be a cyberpunk cat. Honestly? It sounds directly up my alley. It really is. Screw the bartending part. I'm a cyberpunk right? cat. Hell yeah. 
And then um, in some other exciting news, uh, the June PlayStation Plus games were announced uh, for obviously starting today, June 7th, uh, from GameSpot. And they'll be available until July 5th. And that includes God of War, the 2015, I believe, if memory serves me right, remake. 2016. Um, 2016? One of those. That's fine. fine. I, I believe you. God. God of War. Gow. Uh, 2018, anyways. Oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. 2015, it feels, it 2016, it, re- it really feels but like... But I guess when you now. think about it, it's 2022. That is four years ago. All right? It's a long time ago. Anyways. Um, and Naruto to Baruto, the Shinobi Striker, or Shinobi Striker, is also coming. And then last but not least, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is coming, which is pretty cool because I wanted to try this game. And they said, here, take it for free. And, and now it's getting voice acting. Hell yeah, that was my other article. <laughs> yeah. um, so this comes from IGN, who says, Today, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl received a significant update that adds voice acting and items to the game. The new update is free for all players across PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. It'll come to Nintendo Switch version soon. The voice actor roster comprises both returning talent from the original shows as well as some new voices. Here's the complete list of returning talent. Jim Cummings and Tom Kenny. Uh, oh. Jim Cummings as Shredder and Catdog Cat, Tom Kenny as SpongeBob and Catdog Dog, uh, Bill oh. Fagerbaki uh, as Patrick, Carolyn Lawrence as Sandy, Richard Horvitz as Zim, Fred Tatascure as Reptar from the Paramount Plus reboot, which is interesting, mm. uh, Bentley Griffin from Lincoln Loud or playing as Lincoln Loud, uh, Jessica DeSico as Lucy Loud, uh, Janet Varney as Cora, Francesca Marie Smith as Helga. Uh, Townsend Coleman is Michelangelo. Cam Clark is Leonardo. Frank Walker is Garfield. Garfield's in this game? I yeah, what? Part. Uh, I didn't realize Garfield was in this game. Mm. Billy West is Ren and Stimpy. David Kaufman is Danny Phantom. And Janice Kawaii as uh, Jenny. And with new talent coming in as uh, Alex Cazares as Oblina. Jim Meskimen as Nigel Thornberry. Vivian Venser as Toph. Dustin Sardella as Aang. Abby Trott as April O'Neil. And David Kay as the Powder Toast Man. So, uh, the, oh, okay, okay, so, uh, the voice actor, Mark DiCarlo, the original voice of Hugh Neutron, uh, will be reprising his role as well when the character comes later this summer. Um, and then there's, uh, for the, the items that they have, they have, uh, Soka's Boomerang from Avatar Last Airbender, Krabby Patty from Spongebob, Tommy's Ball and Reptar Toy from Rugrats, and the Log from Ren Stimpy. Um, I'm just fascinated that they didn't, like, launch with... Like, you're telling me they're, the game launched with no items at all, and these are, like, the only new items? Like, it'd be cool if these were, like, additional items. But Which this, is funny, because it's still, like, IGN still gave it a 7, saying that it's good Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is definitely more than just Nickelodeon Smash Brothers, uh, but you'll need to be willing to overlook some pretty substantial flaws to find the surprisingly nuanced fighter underneath the surface. So, which one of their one of everyone's points was the voice acting because it was just like quiet, just silent. <laughs> yeah. So it is. Uh, oh, Julie's saying the game played like a beta game. I was just Anyways. gonna say that it sounds like a beta release that it's like, and now we're adding colors, like new new feature. You can jump now. Like what? what right. Do you, mean you just right. added items. So I don't know. Sure, I'll play it for yeah. free. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and like it's funny. It's been like twenty bucks. I'm like, ah. Eh. Uh, uh, and it paid off finally yeah. mm-hmm. finally i didn't buy something and now i get it for free that's what i'm i'm telling rogue legacy 2 when it comes to game pass then you'll realize 
Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. I have like 20 hours into that game, so it was worth the $20 that I paid for it. It's okay, I'll survive. It's a dollar an hour. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Speaking of Game Pass, Uh, we got some new games. Yeah, June Game Pass updates. So, a bunch of these are already out already. So, For Honor Marching Fire Edition is out on cloud console and PC as of June 1st. Uh, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection, console and PC on June 2nd. This one has been on my to-buy list for a while. I'm glad that I waited because now it's free. Um, And then coming today, actually, Assassin's Creed Origins, cloud console and PC. Uh, Chorus, which lovingly known as Chorves on the internet um, because of the title. The U looks like a V. Anyway, cloud console and PC. Uh, Disc Room, coming cloud console and PC also today. This is a 2089 and a giant... The year is 2089 and a giant disc has appeared in orbit of Jupiter. Step into the oversized spacesuit of a brave scientist and explore his sprawling intergalactic slaughterhouse. Don't be afraid to die a little. Interesting. Oh, it's a roguelite. Your next run is just a button press away. I see. Mm. Not that we need any more of those. Uh, Space mm. Lines from the Far Out coming to console and PC also today. Uh, this is a day one release. This just came out today. So Space Lines is a Far Out roguelike co-op management game about airlines in space featuring uh, unlockable spaceships, upgrades, and character customizations, randomly, gener- randomly generated challenges, trips, and itineraries, and a generous serving of 60s space-age flair and jazz. This looks interesting. Um, all right. Ubisoft games and the Xbox app for PC. Interesting. Uh, uh, I don't think this is anything necessarily new. Uh, and then there's some DLC. Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition is getting the Knights of the Mediterranean DLC. Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator Top Gun Maverick expansion, also available now. Uh, no Man's Sky Leviathan expansion, available now. And Sea of Thieves Lost Sands Adventure, available on June 9th, uh, so on Thursday. Uh, let's see. I don't think there's anything did you mention else. the uh, Did you mention the FPS boost that um, Assassin's Creed Origins is getting? No, I did not. It's not even mentioned here in this article. Which is interesting, because it's supposed to get... Uh, let me see. Assassin's Creed Origins. Maybe it's not out yet? Hold on. Maybe not. Um, but there is a, a deluxe pack coming today, also. Upgrade your game experience with the deluxe pack as you uh, discover the origins of the Assassin's Brotherhood. The deluxe pack includes the Ambush at Sea mission, the Desert Cobra pack, including one outfit, two legendary weapons, and one legendary shield and one mount, and three ability points. Um... Interesting. Origins is the is the first one of the trilogy. That was the Egypt it's one. The, I'm surprised it's, it's the Egypt one, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, okay. Here we go. This comes from WCCF Tech. Assassin's Creed Origins recently received a new update on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and S, and it seems like the older entry in the series by Ubisoft runs better on Xbox Series X than PS5. The new video, which has been put together by L and Annalisa DeBits, uh, highlights how the game runs at an almost constant 4K resolution as opposed to the PS5's maximum 1620p resolution, which is due to the PS4 Pro settings, the Xbox Series X version almost comes with faster, also comes with faster load times. Hmm. Um, the game runs in backwards compatibility mode. The patch only unlocks the frame rate up to 60 FPS on current consoles. PS5 is limited to legacy PS4 Pro settings. Um, interesting. Very interesting, interesting. interesting. It, it's fascinating <laughs> to me, the whole backwards compatibility bullshit that Sony ended up doing... Um, and how it's holding back more games than ever. And I, I, Paul Kanye, <laughs> <coughs> criticized Microsoft when uh, they were like, oh, yeah, like every game will work. And they're and like, it's going to be the easiest thing you ever had. Yeah. Yep. No, they, are, they were right. They are certainly an example to be followed. Um, last but not least, leaving June 15th, 
Uh, Darkest Dungeon is leaving uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, Greedfall, Limbo, and Worms Rumble are leaving Game Pass completely. All of them are. Uh, we're on cloud console and PC. So if you uh, if you've been playing those games and you want to keep your safe progress, be sure to buy them with your twenty percent off before they leave. All right, all right. Nintendo time. You Nintendo ready? Nintendo time. Nintendo right, time. Actually, go ahead. You take the first one because you were very proud of this when you found it. <laughs> I was, and then you can take a second because I don't know nothing about Pokemon. Uh, Joy-Con support is coming to iOS 16, which is not the I don't know. It was a really random little tidbit of information. Uh, so this one comes from IGN, spotted by iOS developer Riley Testut, uh, Testut, uh, who shared in his Twitter account that iOS 16 is confirmed to support both the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller and Joy-Cons. Uh, Testut even confirmed in a separate tweet that you could also connect a single Joy-Con to the phone with iOS 16 installed if you want to. Uh, he noted that the, test, the Pro Controller in particular worked perfectly when he tested it. Um, so that's really interesting. I guess this will open more doors to you know, people gaming on their phones with whatever controllers they have laying around instead of having to buy a separate Bluetooth controller or one of those like Razer things, the attachments or whatever. Um, it is super nice to be able to just you know, Bluetooth and an Xbox controller, for example, and I have one laying around. So if all you have is a Switch one, you're in. Yeah, so they, they started they started using, or they opened up support, I think, for dual senses and Xbox controllers mm. um, last iOS update, so iOS 15. So yeah. that's why the Joy-Cons and the Pro Controller are such a big deal. Yeah. Because those I guess I don't the, think were supported yeah, prior to And now. using a single Joy-Con, too, that's, like, really beneficial, especially for portability. Like, that's really tiny to, to carry around with you as opposed to a giant controller. Right. Right, not that I'm a fan of single Joy-Con controls, but yeah. that's fine. But for like kids, you know, yeah, With tiny yeah. fingers. No, I, I hear that. Yeah, that's fine. Little tingers. Um, <laughs> so since we're doing pretty well on time, we got 12 whole minutes before we hit the hour that we talked about. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a couple more articles here that I will maybe surprise you with. So Ooh, both okay. come from Nintendo Life. Uh, one of them is about a one-two switch successor. So this comes. This comes from yeah. Imran Khan of Fanbyte. Uh, Nintendo has an inside or Nintendo inside sources have confirmed that a sequel to the Switch launch mini game pack One Two Switch is in the works, and that the internal feedback has been brutal, calling the game boring. Oof. The game is t- tentatively called Everybody's One Two Switch, and re- uh, which is a stupid title. Uh, <laughs> reportedly, takes the multiplayer aspect of the first game and turns it from a local party game into an online game with up to a hundred players, inspired by the Jackbox Games approach. This is so anti Nintendo. I don't believe this for one minute. Um, a hundred players, say, that doesn't sound believable in the least. Yeah, no, Switch won't be able to handle it. Uh, so, Fanbyte's report, written by Imran Khan, uh, says, When playtesting groups received the game, the feedback to the development team was brutal. The target audiences Nintendo was hoping to hit, families with children, found the games boring. Many didn't even want to play through entire rounds. In the bingo example, one player would use the Joy-Con to, to mimic digging out a number before reading it off the TV screen. Um... A process that playtesters reported as tedious. Anyway, uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, this does not. Uh, maybe, if anything, it's free. Yeah, that's a uh, that's disappointing. It's I don't know. One two switch was really fun. Oh, hold on. There's more. Uh, according to Khan, the plan could be to release it as an add-on to Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack. The quality might matter less. Sources argue if no one is actually paying anything extra for it. He says, there's always a possibility that it might be shelved, but Khan sources do not believe that'll happen. Uh, there's still optimism about the game. Khan says the team is doing their best to respond to feedback. So, mm-hmm. okay, if it's a free game with, like, Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack, then I think that, uh, you know, 
yeah. I think that that'd be fine. I also want to know where are these who, these focus groups. Where are you finding these people? I want to. Be I don't know on the me. streets. Call me Nintendo. Call me maybe Call me. Nintendo. Hello. <laughs> um, all right. Now one more thing before I get to Pokemans. Uh, so there was a miniature. I don't know showcased yesterday uh from limited run games so oh, they announced uh yeah they announced over oh Watch. Dude, we're bullshitting <laughs> no uh they were like i thought they said over 30 games i only see 28 games here uh-huh. liars Ooh. so nintendo life did a very nice roundup and i'll read through these games very quickly uh so a bunch of new games coming out in physical form via limited run games so a boy in his blob the retro collection is coming to switch uh which has the game boy and the nes versions of the games included on a cartridge for switch uh american hero is currently up for pre-order which is like an fmv uh for switch which is like uh, it just looks ridiculous so some of these games are so stupid it's just like there's I don't know. They've made an audience for some of these stupid ass games like that. <laughs> like if you look up an American Hero, look up American Hero. It's literally an FMV that, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't even consider it a game, but whatever. People buy it, sometimes, so that's why they keep making yeah. more. Sometimes it's not about the game. It's about literally the collectible, the right. spirit. Uh, Bats, the Bloodsucker Anti Terror Squad is coming to Switch. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Retro Collection is coming to Switch. Uh, Blade Runner Enhanced Edition is coming to Switch. Blossom Tales 2 is getting a physical version as the game also releases in August on Switch. I am excited for this one. Justin, I believe you will be as well. Uh, Death Witch is coming to Switch. Donompachi Resurrection is coming to Switch. Doom Eternal is getting a physical release through Limit Run Games, which I Ooh. thought was pretty big uh, because that never got a physical release. It was only a digital release. That is coming to Switch. Uh, Enclave is coming to Switch. S. Espagaluda? Espagaluda? What? Uh, Two? I don't know what that is. E-S-P-G-A-L-U-D-A. Espagaluda. I want to say Espagaluda. Two is coming to Switch. Frogun is coming to Switch. Garden Story, which is that game that was in one of the Nintendo Directs where he plays like a grape, uh, is coming to Switch. (laughs) I do remember that. Yeah, Glover is getting a reproduction cartridge on Nintendo 64, which I thought was getting ported to Switch, so boo to that. Uh, Go Go Coco Polo is coming to Nintendo 3DS uh, as the (coughs) as apparently the officially the official last game coming to the 3DS, Um, Mm. and there's actually a second. Uh, like I think a successor that was also announced. Maybe that's why they don't have all the games here. Maybe there's other games that uh, that are being left out. But anyway, Gogo Coco Polo and the and the sequel are both getting released on Nintendo 3DS. Um, Konami Arcade Classics Anniversary Collection is coming to Switch. Uh, Lunark is coming to Switch. Plumbers Don't Wear Ties: The Definitive Edition is coming to Switch. This was announced last Limited Run Games E3. Uh, Limited Limit Run Games 3, LRG3 is what they call it. Um, and it's like a romantic, uh, not not a porn, but it seems like it's something. <laughs> a dating cool. sim? So, yeah, not even a dating sim. It's an FMV. And it's, ah, uh, a, yeah, I don't know, it's weird. A love story. Yeah, a, a very romantic love story. It's a port of from the FMV from the 3DO, uh, the old, old, old system. Interesting. Um, Power Slave Exhumed is coming to Switch. Rendering Rager R2 is coming to Switch and also a reproduction cartridge for Super Nintendo. River City Girls 2 is coming to Switch. Okay, I see what happened here. This is all Switch-centric games, so that's fine. You don't need to worry about Xbox or PlayStation 4. (laughs) Uh, River City Girls 2 is coming to Switch, uh, which I believe is also coming later this year. Um, I forgot if they actually announced 
No, they did not. They didn't announce a, a, a date for that yet. Shadowrun Trilogy is coming to Switch. Scale Attack is coming to Switch. Let me just shut up. They're all coming to Switch. Uh, <laughs> sp- now that I'm on number 23. Spider Soars, which is a new game from Way Forward, um, which I actually have to look. Spider Dinosaurs? They are. They're like, yeah, it, it actually looks pretty cool. Um, so, <laughs> Spider Sword, yeah, that just got announced in March. So, inspired by classic action games with a dash of Saturday morning cartoons, thrown in for a good measure, uh, Spider Sword is an original game from way forward, the team behind Contra 4. It pits you and one other player, if you'd like, against Spider Swords, which are man eating mutant spider dinosaurs. So, uh, it looked pretty neat. Uh, sure. We talked about this earlier, but Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 is getting a physical release. Um, Tetris Effect Connected is getting a physical release. I will be buying this um, because Tetris is my middle name. Paul, Tetris <laughs> Kanye. Uh, Undermine is coming to Switch and PS4. And last but not least, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is coming to Switch via Limited Run Games as well. So um, one thing to note about Shredder's Revenge, pretty cool stuff. Way back in the day... Back in the the easier times, um, when easier you bought times. a when you bought one of the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games, it would come with a coupon for a free uh, pizza from Pizza Hut, and oh. they're going to be partnering up with Pizza Hut to offer something similar, like when you purchase Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game from Limit Run Games. So that's cute. That's I don't cute. know the exact like it's like a literal personal pan pizza. It's probably going to be like <coughs> a ten dollar like Grubhub or DoorDash code or something yeah try like five dollars but okay yeah, or um, sure, whatever yeah it's gonna be like minimal dollars so <laughs> i gotta see where that was I, I don't i don't see it on the page that they that they put up here yet so we'll have to see um and then that is it all right let's get into pokemon and then we are wrapping up in under an hour amazing let's do it all right pokemon scarlet and pokemon violet got a new trailer this one comes from kotaku uh who says the games are out for nintendo switch in november on november 18th specifically uh there's a new trailer featuring something entirely new for the series not one but two professors First announced in February, Scarlet and Violet are the next mainline Nintendo or mainline Pokemon series entries in Game Freak's enormously popular series, and the first since 2019's Sword and Shield. These are the or these are to be the first ever open world Pokemon games in the franchise, with confirmation today that players will be able to approach the game in their own order. We're told that you'll be able to experience a world you're free to explore at your leisure, not in an order dictated by the story. Scarlet and Violet also appear to feature four-player co-op. In the trailer, one NPC says, if you connect with friends, you can head out on adventures together, up to four of you at a time. So this just proves out that uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus uh, was a test flight for mainline Pokemon. This is me now talking, okay. uh, not Kotaku. Uh, was testing out major ideas to incorporate in mainline Pokemon games. So good stuff there. Yeah, very exciting. I won't be playing it, but I have to real. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I need to play more Pokemon games in general. I need, like, I need to put in the time, and I know it'll suck me in once I put in the time, but I just haven't put in the time, so I should probably do that. Yes. That's like me with every game that I own. I'm always like, oh, I should play this, and I'm like, ugh. But then I have to, like, restart a whole new story, and then every game when you start, like, games are so overwhelming nowadays. Now that we have some minutes to, to chat, games are so overwhelming because you start a new game, and it's like, use these ability points to unlock these skill points and then level up your things. And I'm like, I, what? Like, can you just give me one simple task? Like, literally. Why does everything have to be so complicated and so in-depth? I don't want to know about your runes and your, I don't know, robles and whatever the hell else currencies are in the game. I agree. It's stressful. 
I agree stressful. with you. Like depth is good in some games, but like some games, it's okay to be simple. Here be yeah. hear ye, hear ye, game developers. <laughs> Make games short and simple again. And that's my okay. platform. I was going to say, are you running? Yes. There you go. Oh my gosh. All right. Any final, any final words? Any last words? No, I I am super excited for the coming weeks. It's going to be lots of news, and it's yes. going to be good stuff. So I will be, be even good. more excited when Nintendo announces their Nintendo Direct. Uh, Justin mentioned it in the chat earlier, but for those of you that are listening to us live, you'll have a better chance at this. Uh, but the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Special Edition will be going up for pre-order tomorrow sometime on the Nintendo Store, uh, Nintendo Online Store. So it is exclusive to Nintendo Online Store, so definitely keep an eye out on Wario 64 and other places that report out on deals and stuff like that so um we'll see perfect all right and we are at the hour thank you all for tuning in this is paul and ahmed with episode 143 of the funcast signing off peace